That's life. That's love. That's what all the people say. You're riding high in April, shot down in May. But I know I'm gonna change that tune. When I'm back on top. Hello and welcome to episode two of the B Squared Motivation Podcast. I am Brad Barnett, the founder of B Squared Motivation. And this week I wanted to talk a little bit about anxiety and fear of the unknown. Uh, oftentimes we can find ourselves in situations in our careers and in our personal life where we just don't know what to expect or what to uh, what to do in certain situations. And and this is first off, it's common. There's no reason to get upset about it. Uh, there's just a way that you kind of have to figure out your game plan and how to move forward. So let me give you a prime example. Uh, back when I was laid off for the third time uh, over the course of the 18 months, uh, there was a lot of fear of the unknown, um, relying on unemployment to be able to make ends meet, um, nobody calling me back for interviews, nobody giving me the time of day for a job. I really had to to dig deep and figure out why I was feeling the way I was feeling. And what ends up happening when you get these situations, you tend to just focus on the negatives. The, what if I never find a job? What if I can't pay my bills? What if we end up homeless? What if my wife and kids end up leaving me because I, I feel like I'm worthless and they think I'm worthless? And, and you have these instances where you just have no idea how to do anything and you're just hanging on for dear life and that's anxiety and when that anxiety hits especially in a situation in the corporate world it's hard to hang on and it's hard to to get out of that and I get it and I totally understand I in fact suffer from anxiety now I battle it every single day of my life and it is a pain and it is a hard thing to overcome and to deal with. So you, you accompany that with saying being laid off or getting fired or not getting the promotion you want. It can be overwhelming at times. And again, I totally understand that. I get it. And what I want to do right now is just to, to basically have you understand that it is a common thing for everyone to go through. So let's talk a little bit about how we can overcome these things. All right. First step, you have to acknowledge what you're dealing with right then and there. You have to acknowledge that what it is is just purely anxiety. And it's not permanent. It's there and it's a natural feeling and a natural fear. And what you need to do at that instance is just recognize exactly what it is and call it out. Just anxiety, just a fear of the unknown. Well, you know how you get past a fear of the unknown? You figure out a game plan and you make it known. So first step is just acknowledging what it is and realizing that it's not a permanent feeling. The second thing you have to do is you got to jot down exactly what you're feeling at the time. I learned that if you can peel back the onion uh, basically just take whatever you're feeling and peel it back into its rawest form then you can figure out where the root cause is and you can attack that root cause 
So you've got to peel back the onion. The best way I've found to do this in my personal experience is to take a, a pen, a piece of paper, and write down what you're feeling in the middle of the paper. And then little arms out, almost like you're drawing a sun, like when we're back in elementary school. And you write down all the feelings on the sides of it. When you do things like that, you start to realize that what's really bothering you is not the anxiety or the fear of the unknown. It's a trauma further down that is, is making you feel the way you feel at the moment. And once you can get to that point, then you're good. So you have to peel back that onion and figure out exactly what's going on. The third step that you have to do in this instance is figure out a game plan forward. Uh, in my last episode I talked about how I, I jotted down dream jobs and, and a roadmap and how to get to where I wanted to get and the skill sets that were needed. It's very similar to this. If you write down what it is you're trying to accomplish and what you and where you want to get to, you can start attacking whatever it is that's holding you up. And you have to attack it. This isn't something where you can just sit back and wait for it to pass. You gotta hit this thing head on because what ends up happening is it takes root in your brain and in your subconscious and then from that point forward it is just downhill every single time something negative happens to you. So you've got to figure out a way to replace those negative emotions with positive ones which brings us to the fourth thing that you have to do and it is to replace those negative thoughts and feelings with something positive. Now be honest with you this one takes some work. This isn't just writing stuff down. This is having to change your mentality, change your mindset so that you know exactly what you think and how to react when something negative happens. If you don't do this, I promise you, you will be stuck in an anxiety hill for a long time and there's no reason to be there, especially when it comes to, to the workplace. You're there to do a job and you want to do it well. There's no room for anxiety. Uh, being able to take over your life at the office. The last thing you need to do, and some would argue that step four would be the last thing that you need to do, but I add one more to it. Um, I have found that talking about your anxiety to people who suffer from anxiety goes a long, long way. We can feel a little bit ashamed of it, and I totally get that, and I realize that it can be uh, an overwhelming thing to talk about but if you don't talk about it it just eats at you and sits on your your chest for the entire time and you'll fight with it internally if you express your feelings to someone who experienced the same thing you'll learn quickly that you're not alone and that it's a real common occurrence and these things happen so the best thing to do is to express it, get it off your chest, uh, find coping mechanisms that other people have used. You do all this just by talking. Those five steps will help you uh, in your anxiety. So let me explain to you how I developed these, these five steps. Um, back when I was laid off uh, and, and in a little bit of a depressive state uh, because I couldn't provide for my family, I felt worthless. Uh, I very quickly uh, realized that the the term overthinker was exactly what I was, and I always thought about the negative. Uh, 
and the negative aspect of it is what kept me down for as long as it did. I, you know, I don't know if I had a different mindset had I been able to get a job during that time. I like to think I would have because I was so negative and so down on myself when it happened that I just couldn't, I couldn't get out of the funk I was in. And I started having severe anxiety problems. Um, now, I had anxiety before that. In fact, I was on medication for anxiety before that. Uh, but I had to stop it cold turkey because couldn't afford the payments anymore for it. Um, it was expensive medicine. Insurance didn't cover it. Uh, and frankly, it didn't really help anymore. But I had to come off of it because we couldn't afford it. And the only way to do that was for me. I couldn't taper off of it. I had to come off of it cold turkey. And, you know, I, I think that that set me back a little bit in terms of my recovery time and changing my mindset and learning these coping skills. But what ended up happening was it forced me to evaluate and really learn how to handle this problem. And it made me change my mindset or, or start to work to change my mindset. So when I learned I was coming off of the medication, um, it, would, it was after I was laid off for the second time. And uh, my youngest daughter was, uh, you know, uh, four days old maybe, a week old. And uh, I finished up that medicine, and my wife said, there's no more. You can't, you just can't afford it. We're not going to do it anymore. you got to figure this out. I went to the library and uh, and I started um, looking for self-help books. Um, I'm not one for a therapist. That's just me personally. There's nothing wrong with them. I think that they are, are valuable uh, professionals and I think that they serve a real purpose and stuff like this. It's just not m for me. Uh, per se. I, I don't know why. I've just never really felt comfortable with it. And maybe that's the point. Maybe you're not supposed to feel comfortable with it. But I never felt comfortable enough to go to one. So I was at the library and I checked out this self-help book. And uh, I flipped to the page. And the first page I flipped to was Peeling Back the Onion. And uh, I started reading. And as I was reading, I was learning more and more about my anxiety and where it stemmed from and why all of a sudden it became super worse when I lost my job again. And when I peeled back that onion, I learned so much more about the anxiety itself. And when I learned about it, it helped me to attack it. When I got back home after reading um, a little bit of this book, I started writing things down. Now, I, I write a lot. Um, I guess a lot of people don't know that about me. I do write a lot of things, um, a lot of pad and, and paper and pen and, um, you know, a legal pad and a pen. I'm in heaven. And I started writing down feelings, and I started writing down what I wanted to do with those feelings, why I felt the way I felt. And even though a lot of it stemmed from being laid off again, the majority of the anxiety that I was experiencing wasn't because of that. It was because of the fact that I had this underlying issue of anxiety beforehand. And when I lost my job again, 
it made me feel worthless. It made me feel pathetic. It made me feel like I couldn't do anything right. And when you start letting those negative thoughts get into your mind and start taking over your subconscious, it's all downhill. You know, somebody once explained to me that anxiety is like a free-flowing river, that if you don't control it, it will start to rage and get out of control very quickly. And once it's out of control, you're just hanging on, hopeful that it'll pass. And as I was learning these uh, these coping skills that I was having to teach myself um, by choice, I'll be the first to admit that, by choice, I was teaching things to myself by choice, I learned that if I didn't start controlling it up front, I was doomed. I was never going to get out of this. And subsequently, if I was never going to get out of this, I was never going to be able to find a job again. And I started to work on these coping skills, started putting myself in uncomfortable situations, started writing a lot of stuff down, started talking to people with anxiety, and started talking to people and reaching out to recruiters and managers, not saying that I needed a job right then, but what could I do to make myself more marketable? That was the that was the question. Not what can I do to be hired by you today. It was what can I do to be more marketable for when the economy turns around. And it was that mindset, really that mind shift, that got me over the hump for that particular one. Now again, I, I suffer from anxiety still on a daily basis I fight it it's exhausting it's annoying um, every day I go through each of these little things a little checklist that I have in my head in order to to just get through the day um, and again it's exhausting I mean I'm I'm pretty tired at night when I go to bed but I refuse to allow it to hold me down to set me back to not be able to to chase my dreams and my goals, uh, you know, one of the one of the goals I have with with B squared motivation, of B squared motivation is to help the masses. Uh, you know, I'm not gonna sit here and say I'm gonna be Tony Robbins one day or Eric Thomas or Les Brown or Steve Harvey or any of these motivational speakers, but if I can help people. Um, chase their dreams and their hopes and their goals, then, you know, that is the ultimate reward uh, for me in this project. And I'm extremely proud of B-Squared Motivation, and, and I am so excited and stoked to see what the future holds. And I feel like there's a story that I can that can be told uh, for a lot of things, and, and anxiety is a real one, especially anxiety in the workplace, and we may do another episode on, on that particular topic in the future, um, but this one I want to focus on just the unknown after being laid off or, or fired or company closes or your partner screws you out of a deal or whatever, and that particular uh, instance, anxiety can flare up terribly bad and you've got to take the five steps that we spoke about earlier and figure out how to overcome this because you can't let it bring you down guys you can't 
You cannot let it control you. You have to come back from it. it. I would hate for you to miss out on an opportunity because anxiety got in the way. I mean, think about how terrible that would be. You missed the chance of a lifetime because you were too scared to go and talk to somebody. You were too scared to leave the house. You thought you were worthless. You're not worthless. You can do anything you set your mind to. I'm a firm believer of that. You change your mindset. You peel back that onion. You write down everything. You talk to people. And you confront your anxiety head on. You know, when when I... Um, when I changed my mindset, things opened up for me. And it could have just been a timing and a coincidence thing. I don't think it was. I think it was because I was ready to accept it. You can't be ready to accept things if you're going to continue to hold on to the past. Look at everything negative that happens that can cause you anxiety and look at it as a blessing. I lost my job. Ah, you know what? That's a shame. I really enjoyed it, but I can't wait to see what the next one is. Uh, my partner screwed me out of this, and now I, I don't have my company anymore. I, I worked and I built it for 10 years, and and now I don't have anything to show for it. That's bullshit. you got a lot to show for it. You know what else you can do? You could take that experience and you could put it to something else and grow that next business even larger than the one that that they took from you. Take these negative experiences, take this anxiety, take this fear of the unknown and turn it into a positive. Turn it into something that you are going to turn around and make it so much better. You can control this. It's not that scary. It seems like it. It's not. It's a normal human emotion that if you allow it to will control your life, so just don't allow it to do that. Take control of it. You've got this. I promise you, you do. It's going to wrap it up for this one, guys. I hope you, you, you get something from it. Um, check out the website, bsquaredmotivation.com. Squared is spelled out. Check us out on Facebook, on Twitter. Uh, both of them are at B, the number two, motivation. Um, podcasts can be found anywhere that you listen to your podcast. Make sure you share this with somebody if you think it can help them. Uh, otherwise, love you guys. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening. Uh, reach out if there's anything I can do to help you guys out.